this is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey everybody, get in here. It is time for the Sean Yankee Show. I am Sean. This is the Sean Yankee Show. So no matter where you're at or when you're watching, wherever, you're in the right place at the right time. Can't be late. We are live right now though. <coughs> Excuse me. On Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. So no matter where you're at, please take part in the conversation. Join in the show. And uh this is a discussion-driven chat show. We have a conversation every night based around the comments. And we sit and talk and have a good time and enjoy each other's company. That's what we do here. We have a family atmosphere. And the core belief of this show is that if it can be destroyed by the truth, then it should be. So everything centers around that. But we do different themes each night of the week. Now, you happen to be here on a Monday night. And on Monday nights at the Sean Yankee Show, we do news. We have a segment called Hindsight News. So I'm going to go through the news, break that down with you, and we're going to talk about that. But we can get into absolutely anything, anything at all. So let me say hi and get us started. And also apologize for being a little late. I wasn't ready to go live. Something happened that really, really distracted me, and it's in my head right now. So I'm trying to get it out because I don't understand what was going on. But uh, I'm going to try to get past that and, and fight through it. But hey, Helen. Hey, Lee. What's up, Joan? Hey, Samuel. Right, hey, Lolly. What's up, Hugh? Tracy, Ron. Happy Monday to you, Samuel. Happy Monday. Get in here, Joan. Come on. Joan can't get in. Hey, Roseanne. What's up, Courtney? Sharing is caring. Thank you for saying so, Ron. You, you must. 
You must. It's, I'm sorry. It's a responsibility that does fall on you. This information, this show, and this community needs to be grown and shared. Bottom line, you're having a good time here. You need to get someone else in here. We need to grow. We need to Im increase our reach. So share and smash them shits. That interaction, smashing the buttons, that helps. And commenting, commenting, taking part in the conversation, that helps too. Hey, Sky, how are you? Jeffrey, nice to see you here. Nicole, how are you? That reminds me of that Outcast song. Hey, yeah, I like that song. I like, uh, I like Outcast. Man, man, my head is messed up now. Hey, Ro, Melissa. Yes, please do. That works really good. Tagging people. That works really good. Oh, that's is reference to the Outcast song? I like that. Who are we talking about, Lolly? Tom Brady? Tom Brady's the best sports ball player ever, of all sports ball, not just football. Football is one of the sports balls, but Tom Brady is the best at all sports balls. And I, I remember the magazine article. We shared it to our page. They had announced it. it. There was a contest, I guess, and everything. It's official. World's best sports baller. Hey, Chris. All right. Oh, world's best foot. My shirt, Al Bundy. Well, he was until Tom Brady came along. Al Bundy was the world's best footballer. You're right. Well, are you eating that, bro, or smoking on it? She says mint gelato. Okay, so I need to remind you guys, tomorrow we have an event. Episode 300 of this little show will be on tomorrow night, and we will be doing all kinds of stuff. I'm hoping that Babels will come on and do an interview with us and talk with us and play games. I got prizes I want to give away. It's going to be a real fun time. You want to come back for that. And uh, we got other things coming up the rest of this week. Wednesday nights, Conspiracy Theories and Chill. That's a good night. Really a fun night. And Rant Nights Thursday. On Friday, Squirrel Style Fun for Refall. We can do anything we want on Fridays. A lot of times I get a guest for you. But I want to tell you about something before we get started. Just like kind of small talk, break the ice, give people time to share and, and get in here and tag. and and Because uh, I was a little late anyway, so that might have thrown things off. But. I want to talk about how much Karen's love fast food. Karen's absolutely love fast food. And I don't think the reason is because of the food. I don't think it's the quality of the food. I think what these Karens enjoy so much about fast food is getting to feel like little princesses and rulers of their little world. You know, they can treat you like garbage. And if they don't like the way they're being treated by the person handing them the slave handing them their iced coffee or whatever in the morning they will seek to get you fired and go to the ends of the earth to do it and feel accomplished doing so and keep continuing to come back to that place knowing they did that and do it to other people karen's love that it's power 
That's what they love about fast food. It's not the food itself. It's the power of it. And I find that's true. Hugh says we never talk about Cowboy Killer, his favorite strain. Well, I don't always go down that rabbit hole with you guys because you're doing your own thing. I'm doing the show. And sometimes if it doesn't fit the agenda, like I'll skip it. But let's talk about what we're smoking on. I have Rollins. I don't know if that's what Rose smoking on or eating on. And what are you smoking on? Let me know. Tell me in the comments. Chris eats McDonald's every day for lunch because I can eat for under five bucks. I eat McDonald's every day because I work there. And uh, sometimes, well, that's not true. A lot of times I'll go to Hardee's because I honestly feel like we should get free meals. And I'm like, I don't want to give my paycheck back to you. So I'll go over to Hardee's and pay more money because I get 30% off, but I don't get free. I'm supposed to, but we don't. Nicole smoking on GG4. I have that. I have that. Matter of fact, the after show joint is going to be GG4. Except here in Missouri, they call it Gorilla Glue. I don't know how they're getting away with that. Hey, Tracy. Nicole says, did anyone else just see weird graphics? I didn't notice, but it would be weird if something's going on. If you guys are ready, I want to tell you about one more thing, and then I want to get us started. Chris has got Bubba Kush. Um, maybe it was. Could have been. Nicole says maybe it was the Gorilla Glue. Could have been. How much have you had? Enough? You can never get enough, so you probably haven't. Try again. See what happens. Yeah, try again. Rose got Purple Kush. I'm glad to hear this. I'm glad to hear you guys are, you got full pipes. Because guess what happens tomorrow morning? The morning yank. Every Tuesday morning, me and Paul, the midnight rider himself, host a morning show. No shit. And it's a podcast too. You can listen to it, download it, put it on your MP3 player and listen to it while you jog or whatever you do. It's great. It comes on at 11 a.m. tomorrow morning. Please be here for that. And uh, the last thing I want to remind you guys about, because time's running out, is we got that sale going on at the Sean Yankee Show merchandise store. You can get 10% off. And uh, I'll put the code in here later on. But you put that code in at checkout, and you get 10% off your whole order. That sale ends on the 10th, though. So I'll remind you about that. And to come back tomorrow for the episode 300. But if you guys are ready, it is Tuesday night. I want to get us started with uh, the news here in just a minute. But if you'll excuse me for one moment, there is something I have to do, technical issue thing. And, and while I do it, I'm going to let you watch our little bumper, you know, our little break time music. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. 
The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Sorry about that. I had to go and check on something, but I'm back now. And it is Tuesday night. And on Tuesday nights at the Sean Yankee Show, we do news. It's news nights, hindsight news night. And I have a bunch of stories picked out to go over with you. Too many, maybe. A lot of stories to talk about with you. And we're going to get into that in just a second. But, uh, Well, let's just go ahead and get into it. If you guys are ready, we're going to do hindsight news, and then after we can hang out and continue the discussion. Hey, Joe. I think we got everybody get in here. Let's kick it off. everybody so it's june 7th 2021 and it's time for another episode of hindsight news from the sean yankee show and i want to start with exciting news the rona cases are the lowest that they've been since the beginning of the pandemic so things are looking up and and a lot of people like in my job i'm forced to wear this mask they make us mask we don't have to make the customers anymore, but we still have to wear them. But they're starting to talk about how maybe they'll let vaccinated people take them off. But then again, they can't make you prove you're vaccinated. So a couple couple good news stories on the beginning of the news. Um, it's all downhill from there. I wish it wasn't, but that's the state of things. That's what we're dealing with now. That's the reality we live in. And that's what we're going to be covering tonight on Hindsight News. We always do on Hindsight News. This started as a segment called Know Your Enemy, and that's really what it is. So I go through the propaganda of the mainstream media, see what they're focusing on, what they're talking about, and then I bring it to you guys. We analyze it and break it down. The next thing I wanted to talk about with you guys real quick is something that we've, we've been following. There was a little bit of fishing going on at a recent feed because somebody here is a juicer, and they were pushing the juice. They were telling people they should do that, and get themselves some juice well it didn't work out well for them you imagine in this group so it's a pretty well group and they were i hate that i can't stop using that word i got to get away from using that word because that word is weaponized we'll talk about that a little later in the news but anyways none of them the juicers that we've run across have read these emails but fauci's emails i wanted to just give some big takeaways and uh talk about those for just a minute from the emails that were put out from the Freedom of Information Act, Dr. Fauci's emails. We learned a lot of things, a ton of things from these emails, haven't we? 
things we knew all along. We've been vindicated. We've been saying this all along, that it was created, that the masks don't work, that the masks do nothing, that they're mental band-aids. Hell, Fauci said it didn't matter. Nobody cared. He didn't mean it. Oh, yes, he did. Oh, yes, he did. He meant it. Talks about it. And he ignored advice to prevent shutdowns and widespread panic. He received excellent advice about proper messaging that should have been done on this Rona and the way that it should have been handled, but it was ignored. He blames the media, that the media created the panic. But it was him not giving proper information, information that he had, things he knew that are proven from these emails. And he ignored it. Even advice given to him by others in emails that this outbreak had occurred and that we needed to warn people And it's proven in the emails that he knew of the NIH's ties to the gain-of-function research being done at the Wuhan labs. Speaks of it. He claims to not know of it. Claims he didn't do it. There, it's provable he did it. Rand Paul grilled him about it. It's provable that they paid for this. You paid for it. Your tax dollars paid for it. But in the emails, it's revealed that he for sure knew about it talks about it in multiple emails he was told multiple times turns out that this rona was engineered that this virus was told by other people even though he knew it he paid for it he had the receipts he designed it there's an email where he talks about the damn recipe just saying anyways he was told multiple times by other people that this virus is probably engineered a lot of signs that this is engineered, blah, 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 etc. Ignored all of that as well. Never talked about that. Said multiple times in multiple emails that the masks do nothing. Actually, anytime asked about it, if you search masks in the emails, you're going to find out. It tells you not to wear one, that they're nothing but a mental band-aid. And he said plainly that the Rona would decline on its own without juice or anything that we would develop herd immunity as you saw in these countries that did that went that way and it would go away on its own you could fight it without any kind of juice these are some big takeaways and there's many many more but again we know that these are just big ones for the ones that need to know it look at it it's right out there Truth in plain sight. They hide nothing. They never do, never have, never will. Joe says it's all bull. And by saying if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask, but I have to wear a mask. That's discrimination, right? And that's what I'm saying. They're not going to be able to enforce this shit. They're not going to be able to make you prove it. So masks go bye-bye. And walked themselves into a painted themselves into a corner on that one, rather, didn't they? Oh, well, you know what we did last night? We watched episode one of this show last night. We hung out and we watched the very first episode, getting ready for episode 300. I was actually hoping to play episode 100 and episode 200 leading up to 300 tomorrow, but I found out that I lost them in the incident at YouTube. 
when we got wiped for false information. Harmful medical misinformation, actually, is what our channel got wiped for. We got taken down because we were giving advice against this juice, talking about things, how it was probably manufactured in a lab that was funded by Dr. Fauci, by your tax dollars and his organization, the NIH. Talking about this way back when, how they planned it all out, planned out the best way to use this uh, pandemic at the very beginning of it, had had provable foreknowledge of it. We knew all of this, been saying it forever, and now the mainstream media is saying it. But you know what's not mattering? You would think this would be enough to end Dr. Fauci. For like six hours, they took his books down because I think Amazon and these book sites were confused and thought it was going to cancel him. They're like, everything cancels anybody anymore. People are going to wake up, but they're going to realize this guy's a fucking liar and a monster. A monster. Hurt, killed people. Did this before with AIDS. Um, no. The White House is doubling down on their love of Fauci. And you're going to see more and more mainstream media back off this story. And I'm sure Rand Paul will keep fighting, but again, like Midnight Rider says all the time, they're actors on a stage. What happens with Rand Paul's speeches? They end up on, in our circles, being shared by us, throttled and suppressed, and no one sees them. People that are meant to see bullshit, that's what they see, because where we're at, Facebook, YouTube, these sites, they're completely ran by an AI algorithm that chooses what people see. You know how hard it is to get out to somebody that's not predetermined to this kind of content? That's why it's, it's a room full of truthers every day. It's very rare that we get a, a, I don't know what to call these people anymore, but that they stumble in here. It's very rare. There's one in here now, but it doesn't happen often. I can't believe Fauci is not done over this. Criminal charges should be filed. He has enriched himself while endangering millions of people. Billions. He had inside information. You know, there was a, a person involved with the Wuhan lab, a Chinese, the Chinese end, that was, was trying to patent the juice before the pandemic was even announced. It's a very busy newsroom. Someone will get that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We have news to talk about. That's probably breaking news. But yeah, they were trying to patent the juice before <laughs> before the Rona was discovered even. The outbreak. They were already ready for it. And now they're giving out money to go get it. They tried to give you donuts, beer, lap dances. Tried everything they could think of to get you to do this. And now they're giving away millions of dollars. You can get millions of dollars. You got a very good chance of winning these lotteries. You just have to be able to prove you're juiced up. You show them your juice card, and you got a good shot of being a millionaire. And people are juicing up just for that shot. 
I can't believe that you could get people to do stuff like that for a chance to win a million dollars. I mean, it's still just a chance. What are you doing to yourself? You don't even know. And then the commercials for this shit, man. I was in the car in the radio yesterday doing a lot of driving. Me and Babels went out to dinner. We went to Texas Roadhouse, had a good time. There was a commercial that kept playing where they over and over again said that the juice was safe and effective. Based on what? Based on what? You shouldn't be allowed to say that. I'm harmful medical misinformation. Safe and effective? You don't know that. You don't know that. Soothing to your fear. Not safe and effective. You can't say that. You can't claim that. How are you claiming that? Are you a doctor? You know, you can say that shit all day. But if you say, man, I would look into this before I do it. Or I would find out about this kind of vax. Or, yeah, I said it. Damn it. I was doing so good. Or I would, I would do this or I would do that. I would learn inform myself. And, and hey, did you know it's not FDA approved? And, you know, did you know that they didn't do any long-term studies because they didn't have time? And they flat out said it that way. There's no time to find out what will happen two to five years from now. We don't have two to five years. We got to get everybody juiced up right now. We really should, Melissa. We really should. Just drag them in here by their ear. We need to put a lot of these people under citizen's arrest, Chris. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. That is what needs to happen. Hey, did you guys? I know. I know. Hugh says in the first episode, the phone rang. It did. It did. And I handled it so much better this time. But you know there's a new Snopes out, out in town. Seeking out to destroy conservative misinformation called Truth Brigade. Could this name of this little organization be any more 1984? Truth Brigade. Turns out they're backed by a billionaire and, uh, who peddled this information. Of course. Of course. So special interest groups back this Truth Brigade. And they seek out disinformation. So you'll be seeing them along with Snopes now. So watch out for the Truth Brigade. Trying to talk about truth. Because they will not be having none of that shit. And you know, there's more madness going on. You know, I'm hearing this all the time. I didn't even know it was an issue because I live in the country. I live in rural Missouri. Cornfield, Missouri. So it kind of blows me away that we're teaching critical race theory in schools. I didn't know this. Do you know what this is? Critical race theory? We talk about this all the time, how they're trying to divide up everybody and break us up in little groups. Well, critical race theorists hold that the law and legal institutions in the United States are inherently racist. All of them. Always, all the time. And they function to create and maintain social, economic, and political inequalities between whites and non-whites, and especially target African Americans. Every single organization in the United States is inherently racist. It also goes further. Every white person is an oppressor. It is not all right to be white. And, uh, and it goes even further than that. You know, like if they, they went so far, they were attacking an interracial couple, for example. Uh, they have... 
interracial children. They're, they've been married for a long time. They're happy. And they're saying they don't agree with this. So they start getting attacked, of course, because they made a video that was going viral. And I was looking for it, but I couldn't find it. It's getting shut down everywhere. But, you know, they're talking about how, wait, 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 how are my children supposed to see their father as an oppressor? The father is the white individual and the mother is black. And should they see me as the victim? You know, they're talking about how ridiculously ignorant this is. And that they don't want this taught to their children. And they don't want this should be taught to anybody. It's ridiculous. And then think about what else it implies. Because it tries to tell you that if you're African-American, that the entire deck is just not only stacked against you, designed to be against you. And you cannot accomplish anything because you are held down. You know, it reminds me of that skit on In Living Color with Homie the Clown. It's not like that. The man. The man is real, but it's all whites. All of us. Everyone. Always racist. Always holding the brother man down. It's, it just trains you to be a victim. Have this victim mentality. It's such dangerous theory in so many ways. But think about what it does to divide and conquer rhetoric. And they're teaching this to children? That's ridiculous. You should be teaching children that your skin color is a, a result of your melanin level in your skin and where you're from. And, you know, it's all by chance and that everyone is different but equal to each other in different ways, special. We have all... I don't know what I'm trying to say, but differences are good, not bad. It's not like this group uh, is awful. Has this group done bad things? Yeah, but hasn't every group? I could say that about literally any group. I know, it's full-on indoctrination. We don't have an education system in this country. We have an indoctrination system. And sadly, that's just the way it is. No, homie didn't play that, and these critical race theorists are not playing that either. They don't want to hear about logic. They don't like it. They don't want anybody thinking. Don't think. Just listen to us. It's not racist to be racist. Not when we do it. When we do it, it's for progress. And we're only doing it because the white devil is so evil. If the white devil wasn't so evil, we wouldn't have to do it. But he is. It's crazy. It's crazy. It really is insane. And they do. They, they, you, you accuse your enemy of what you're doing. So you are extremely racist, like that Chicago mayor that won't talk to any non-minority reporters. You do something extremely racist, then you, you claim that it's because you're fighting racism. Get it? It's brilliant. Yeah, we used to be the melting pot, right? Who says... In school, he used to be taught, and I did too. You heard it all the time. That was the propaganda then, that we're the melting pot, that people from all over the world come here to prosper and enjoy the American dream. We went from that to this. So now it's divide up, break up in little groups. You know why it is? It's because their bullshit's falling apart. We're breaking through. And I got some stuff I want to show you guys and go over with you in the right view though I was in the wrong view there we go 
but Biden, our idiot president, been speaking a little bit lately. They usually don't let him talk this much, but yeah, he gave a speech. And I wanted to play a short clip of it. This is him butchering the Declaration of Independence. It doesn't surprise me that he doesn't know this and can't do it. But what's amazing is the, I can't, we were talking about in episode one last night. It's interesting how much stuff got brought up in episode one, by the way. We were talking about in there that I theorized there was no way they would let Joe Biden get to the presidency, that they would do a swap, insert Buttigieg or Kamala even, anybody, instead of Joe at the, at the last minute. But no, they got this mentally incompetent person going around speaking, and this is him speaking, I believe, to the troops at an event where he uh, failed to mention D-Day, didn't mention D-Day on D-Day either. Not even in a tweet, but let's listen to this idiot try to say this line. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men and women are created equal, endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, including life, liberty, etc. Life, liberty, etc. He's right. I mean, it's etc. That's how he feels about it. He's being honest. He's he's. He's lost and confused. What's, what's going on with Joe Biden is really elder abuse, honestly. It's disgusting what they're doing with Joe Biden. That's why I didn't think that they would let him end up being actual president. I didn't think there was any way he stepped foot in the Oval Office. He don't know where he is. And he has so much trouble talking. So much trouble. But yeah, on the anniversary of D-Day, he didn't mention it at all. He didn't talk about it being D-Day. He didn't send out any kind of tweet about support our troops or thank you to the troops or this is the 77th anniversary of D-Day. Nothing. You know, like he doesn't have a staff of people whose whole job it is to remind him of shit. But even with a staff of people, you can't get somebody with dementia to remember stuff. They need to just take over his Twitter, I guess. I guess he can't handle this on Twitter. Or did they intentionally snub the troops? Maybe that might be it. What do you think? Why do you think the President of the United States would fail to mention D-Day on the anniversary of D-Day? As much of warmongers as this country is, and as much as they like to hype that shit, how would he fail to get that opportunity, even if it was just as a publicity stunt, to just say it? How does he miss that? D-Day. But getting back to us being war hawks, they're blaming. We had these ransomware attacks on the meat industry and what was the other one on? Meat processing plants and something else. They're blaming both of them on Russia with no evidence. They don't have any evidence that, that Russia did it. Matter of fact, our intelligence agencies can't even agree. Like the FBI says they did. The other ones, they're not so sure. And there's no real proof, apparently. Tying Russia to this, but they're blaming Russia for it, and they're going to impose more sanctions, etc. This is just saber rattling, basically. They're pushing on Russia because Russia is a huge ally to Iran, from what I understand. Is that right or wrong? Someone correct me on that, because I'm not super good at foreign policy, especially since it's utter chaos at the moment. But I'm pretty sure that in a, in a conflict with Iran. 
Russia would be an ally. So they don't really need to fight Russia. They just need to vilify Russia to the sheep, to the dumbasses that watch the news. Because it's theatrics anyway. You know, because first off, they don't give a shit about Russia or the Russian people, which is who these sanctions will hurt, the Russian people. Not Russia themselves, the Russian people. They don't care. They, they don't care at all. Matter of fact, they, they hope that that does hurt them because that will make them hate Putin for causing it, whether he did or not. Anyways, and then they get to hype to our people that they're doing something about it, these ransomware attacks, and, and we're, we're tough and strong. They get to hype up themselves. It's, and get you to be mad at that country so that when they become an ally to Iran, when we finally get around to going to war with Iran, which we've been getting ready for forever, and was uh, General Wesley Clark talked about all the way back in 9-11, plan to go to war with these different countries and finish off with Iran. So it's a long-standing plan that they're setting into motion and I uh, I feel that's what this stuff is for, that they're vilifying Russia. They don't really care and it's just theatrics for the sheep so that they can make Russia a villain. And it's their go-to villain right now. We're, we're back to the 80s. Remember when the 80s when every movie the Russians were the bad guys? We're getting back to that shit. And we all know movies and uh, Hollywood is all predictive programming bullshit. So what are they doing with that? What do you think with this Russia shit? Blame it on Russia. You got to blame it on somebody. Why Russia, though? I feel it's to vilify them. Not that they're really trying to start a war with them or anything like that. Just make them a villain in the public's eyes. Bubbles are beautiful. Thank you, Joan. Thank you for saying that. I appreciate that. You are right. Bubbles are fantastic. And they help the show. They increase our performance in the algorithm, the AI that watches the show and keeps track of it and makes sure no one sees anything, at least anything important, and things they don't want people to see, certain people, the ones that need to see it. That's what's unfortunate. So Melissa's right. I think maybe we do need to grab a normie and just drag him in here by the ear every once in a while. Are they? I love that. I mean, I watch it on the rewatch. I love your bubbles. I get to see them. You know, some people say sometimes they don't see their bubbles, but I always do. On the rewatch, I see them floating up, and I'm like, ah, there's Melissa. I love that shit. Yeah, Aaron, get in here. Did you not? hear me Joan says he can't even say the pursuit of happiness when he is causing so much oppression Lolly's talking about vault seven right he's an idiot he's an idiot an embarrassment but he is illegitimately in the Oval Office right now There's a few more things I want to get into with you guys and show you. So Ted Cruz is going after Facebook now for censoring Rona information. 
says they did it on behalf of the government and suggests that users could sue the platform over deleted posts. Now, I think that Chubby Wolverine has a fantastic idea here, and I want diamond hands. Let's get a class action lawsuit going. Who knows how to do that? Somebody that knows how to do that, let's do it. We're going to sue Facebook to set up our commune. Right? And I patented that idea right now. Trademark. And I drew a circle around it. So don't try to steal my idea. We're suing Facebook. Class action lawsuit. Somebody knows how to do it. Don't touch me. I'm serious. Don't drop the ball on this. I'm counting on you. Whoever knows how to do it, I'm speaking to you right now. I'm counting on you. Get in touch with me. Tell me how we do this. We got to sue them. Like, like Chubby Wolverine says. Get some money. That's what will teach them a lesson. Getting them in their wallet. You don't respond to nothing else. Money, money, money. Cash rules everything around me. That's where you got to hit them. He's right. We could sue them. And we should. We're gonna. We got we to gotta get us a nice studio, lights, neon kit. We got a lot of things we got to get down the road. I need a better chair. Man, my chair's got a busted wheel. We're sitting on all these bills and expenses, and we don't have to be. Facebook is a billion-dollar company, and they are acting like the truth police, thought police, suppressing information, suppressing knowledge. And how many people did they hurt with this? When Think about when Trump was trying to tell people about hydroquoxacoroquine or however you say that, and avert medicine or whatever. I fucked both those up, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Plus, if I'd have said either one, it would have triggered the algorithm, the robot that watches the show. So it's good that I can't say those words. But you're still not allowed to talk about them. Or or Paul talks about Z-Packs all the time for fighting it. That's what he fought it with when he, he had the Rona. We should sue. We need to. Ted Cruz is right. So one of the emails in Fauci's collection... And uh, it's also being talked about in other avenues. Is that this rare genome they're finding in the Rona? These rare combinations of things that you just don't see in nature. There's too many of them. You know, we talk about coincidences all the time. And it is proof that this was made in a lab, that this was a weaponized virus. Absolute proof. Smoking gun, confession, and nothing. Crickets. Nothing. And to top that all off, China is opening 12 more of these labs. You know, these labs are all over the world. We have these labs. We don't just fund them. We have our own. They're opening 12 more of these for this gain of function research, weaponized viruses, bioweapons. You know, the WHO came out the other day and said that the next one is going to make this first one look like child's play. You should take them seriously. We are in the biblical end times, man. And people are juicing themselves up to get one of these so they have a chance to win a million dollars. But pretty soon you're going to need one of these to do just about anything. For those of you listening on the podcast, I'm showing a vaccination card, a Rona card, a juice card. 
You're going to need this thing for everything. And they'll add other juices to it. They ain't done. Like I just got done talking about. They're already talking about the next one. We even know what the next one is. It's ours. We talked about it months ago. And then the juice for that will be on this thing. And you'll need that punch too. Especially if you want to get food or be able to work or anything. And you're still not allowed to talk about that being a very real possibility. Something they're discussing. You're a fear monger. The last thing I want to talk about is they are constantly and still trying to shame Trump for trying to expose that the selection was rigged. His grievances could cloud the Republican agenda heading into 2022. He needs to let his grievances of a rigged election go. Because it could hurt the Republican Party and their chances in these upcoming elections. You know, the one thing I like I like about Trump, and I, I'm, I almost said love, and I think I do. I think at this point we are at love, is that he sticks his ground, stands his ground. He's not backing down and good. I'm surprised, though. I really am that they haven't put a new hole in his head. I, they've effectively silenced him is the only reason why I think they haven't. But that's what happens when you push against them this hard. They end you. So... I guess since I've come to love him, I'm worried about him. Yeah, the Republican Party wants him to stop whining about the rigged election. I hope he never does, ever. And I hope people come around to the realization that this is the president of the United States. No matter how you feel about him, it's daily intelligence briefings and is no idiot. Not a, not a crazy person, not an, not an insane person. And deserves to be listened to. He also says he's going to be reinstated in August for what it's worth. That was the news that I had picked out to go through with you guys tonight. I'm going to get back over here so I can hang out and talk about what we just looked at and see what you guys thought of all that. But if you will give me a second, I want to show you the commercial. Every one of our T-shirts is in this commercial. And this is your last chance to get 10% off at the Sean Yankee Show store uh, till the 10th. The, the sale ends on the 10th. And the code is at the end of this commercial. You already know that the Sean Yankee Show is the home of the most dangerous shows on the internet. But did you know that we also have sweet original merchandise? What we do... And you can help us to reach our goals, support our shows, and also get some high-quality original Sean Yankee Show swag for yourself all at the very same time at the Sean Yankee Show Merchandise Store. We've got it all. The best original t-shirts, sweet premium hoodies, as well as collectible stickers, coffee mugs, and much, much more. So head to the Sean Yankee Show store at tsys-store.myteespring.co. 
Support our shows in style at the Sean Yankee Show Merchandise Store. Stay tuned. There's much more show to come. All right. So that was hindsight news night for the Sean Yankee Show. Now we can talk about what's coming up tomorrow. While I scroll through your comments and see what you thought of the news, um, tomorrow's the episode 300 the 300th episode of this show, and those are always a celebration of you guys. So I want to make sure that you come back for that because you're going to have a chance to win a Sean Yankee Show shirt of your choice, uh, one of the 14 from what we just saw. Anyone you want, somebody's going to win one of those, and then I'm going to give away other prizes. We're going to play games. I'm going to try to get Babels to come on. I'm 97% sure Babels is going to come on. Her eyes lit up when I asked her, so she wants to. Will she do it? I'm real sure she will. So hopefully we'll have Babels and maybe other special guests will stop by. Maybe we'll play some 8-bit, do some 8-bit karaoke. We will have fun though for sure. So come back tomorrow night for that. Do not miss out on episode 300. I am going to try extra hard and we'll have extra fun for sure. Make sure you're here. Lolly says, well, will my shoulders shimmy while wearing your merchandise? It won't hurt. You're definitely going to be much more attractive. And, and everyone will instantly know how intelligent you are and how excellent your taste is. And if you put a bumper sticker on your vehicle, prepare to be offered more than you ever thought you would be offered for that car. And it's going to be hard to turn it down. And you're going to quickly need another sticker for your next vehicle. Trust me. Because it's going to go through the roof. It's going to go to the moon. Danon says they do add to the shimmy. Tease do. All right, we're getting close. Looks like Roe knows how to put together a class action lawsuit. Get in touch with me. Tell me how to do it. I'll organize it. I'm serious. Look. That's what would make them listen. That's what would make them pay attention. That's what ends this shit, is us holding them financially responsible. That's how you hurt these people. We need to sue them. Class action lawsuit, for sure, I'm doing this. You talk about diamond hands, Samuel. You want some diamond hands? Help me figure out how to do this. What are you doing tomorrow night, Paul? What's going on? You got to work? Are you going to be able to come to the 300th episode? That's what I want to know. Are you going to be able to stop in and say hi even? Are you going to be able to get a chance at this shirt? You know you can win a free t-shirt? Anyone you want? See? You probably already sold it, haven't you, Tracy? Hold out. Hold Hold It will only go up in value, I promise. Do you know how to do it? Look, Annie, I'm serious. Message me on Messenger. Me, not the page. Don't message the page. I'll never see it. Message me. I'm the really good-looking guy in the hat and glasses looking down and disapprovingly. Uh, message me. Yeah, tell me how to do this. I want to sue Facebook and Twitter, too. Fuck it. Them, too. But let's do it. 
class action lawsuit. Let's get paid. You got to work. Man, can I ask you a question? Seriously, seriously. Rich guy like you, what's the worst thing that would happen if you weren't there? Like, I know you're the best mechanic in the world, probably. Like the Eddie Van Halen of ranches. But you don't have like an apprentice that could keep the lanes running while you was away, you know, for an hour. I'm just teasing. I'm teasing. I have a, I have one of those job things too. They're a pain in the ass. Kathy's in. Do you know how to do it? I have not found one person yet that knows how to do it. All right. That's what I, that's what, step one, find lawyer. All right. I have to mow the grass tomorrow and find a lawyer doing this. They do. YouTube owes me $137. In fact, I got a, I got another email about my $137 today and why I can't have it. The reason why I can't have it at this moment is because I have another AdSense account that I have to find and close. And they say if I jump through this hoop, maybe they'll give me my money. This is like the 17th hoop. And that channel has been closed and ended a long time ago. So I don't know what we're waiting on, but they're doing something with my 130. I think they lost it. You know, I think they were gambling on on uh, sports ball, bet against Tom Brady like an idiot and lost my $137. They don't know how to tell me. That's what I was hinting at. That's what I was hinting at. But Paul will be on with me at the Morning Yank. We got a morning show, The Morning Yank. And right now, it's like an exclusive thing, the feed. Because I can't get Paul to wake up before 11 a.m. Eastern. We're barely a morning show, dude. We're almost an afternoon, like uh, Ellen type show. I wanted a morning radio show. I want to be on at 7 when people are driving to work. You know, we'll be up, be up on Spotify by 8 o'clock. But no. Paul's sleepy. Tired. He spends a lot of time on hair care and it's exhausting. He needs his rest. I understand he's beautiful. I get it. But can't you nap or something? Like move things around so we can go on at like nine. I'm just kidding. But a brunch show, maybe that would be cool. Maybe a brunch show. Maybe we go on a little later. Like two, but now nah, Paul's got to work now. It looks like 11 a.m. it is. So 11 a.m. Tomorrow morning, the morning yank, we're going to yank it, and we do it every Tuesday morning, and it's amazing. I love it. It's my favorite. Come back for that. Joan says, if they have your money and won't give it to you, that is theft. So maybe there's a couple reasons why I need this lawyer. Kathy says she invested 200 in Bitcoin through her son. Pray for her. I pray for you and me that we all can see the possibilities of this moon ride that we are all about to go on with this crypto. Fly on your wing like an eagle. Fly as high as the sun. On your wing like an eagle. Fly, touch the sun. Going to the moon, baby. 
I'm going with Doge. I got Doge. I got XRP because Samuel told me to, and he's smart. I got XRP. I got me some Doge. I'm getting me some Shebers. I got, uh, I forgot, Ethereum, and I got one more. I don't remember. I got me some cryptos. Why not? You know what I stopped doing? I stopped buying scratch-off lotteries. Bought cryptos instead. Same amount of money. I got a possibility, and I can watch it. It does shit. It's neat. There's a graph and everything. I'm getting diamond hands, too. I don't have any poge in my library yet, but I'm thinking of buying some poge. Thing is, I have so much of it already. I just got to get it over to my crypto wallet because I've got, a, I'd say I got about a million poge just sitting around. Yeah, I need the Shiba, too, but I only know one person that can get it. You, you can only get it certain apps and i can't get that app on my phone my phone is a piece of shit so i can't have that app and i can't get it on my own funny thing is i can have the wallet that'll hold shiba but i can't buy it anyways the person that will sell it to me wants like double the value of the shibu to do it and i'm like eh, i thought we were friends it's funny how you find out how close you are with people when money gets involved Yes, yes. They put a slot machine at the gas station by my house. So I'm trying to mind my own business, go in there and buy me a bank, just bang it up. And I kind of walk past the slot machine. Video poker and everything. You put real money in it and you have a chance to win. Very low chance, but a chance. It's fun. And I've done it many times. More than I want to tell you. Okay. What happens when you sell, Hugh, is they, they, they prompt you to fill out a W-2 or a W-9, whatever it is, the one for taxes on it. They prompt you to fill out a W-9, and then you get your money. That's what happened. I've sold twice. I sold little chunks just to find out, and that's what happened. So for anybody worried about me financially, I broke even already, and I put that money in other places. Savings shit like that so i it's all it's all gravy now playing with house money and uh but yeah they give you your money they give it to me fast there's no problems but they, they do want you to file it on your taxes that's the downfall ron's gonna launch a crypto called pigo coin the government's gonna launch a crypto called uh i don't remember what they i forget what they called it but it does have the illuminati in imagery on it but instead of in God we trust, it says in tech we trust now. Kathy says her friend Harry loses 500 a week on the slot machines at the bar next door to his job or her job. And she consoles him with coffee. Ugh. Damn. Does he ever win? Right? Damn, 500 a week? That's crazy. And they're putting these things in just regular businesses. That's nuts. I don't like that. Oh, it is. And I got one. I do. I'm joking a little bit, but in a little bit, I'm serious. I do. I like to gamble. And that's what's fun about the poge and the crypto. But again, I took out my real money. 
for anybody worried about me, it's all gravy. Doesn't matter what I do with that. That money is non-existent. So if it falls away to nothing, it falls away to nothing. It's fun money. I want to play rich people games. Let me play. Rolling the dice. I'm holding. I want to hold them. I want to be an ape. You know, that's what they call you when you're holding. You're an ape. I'm an ape. I'm holding. That's what I do. It is. Kathy said, of course he wins. About twice a year, he hits a couple grand. And then the rest of the time, loses. You know, I've always suspected that those things have little video cameras in them and ways of identifying you and that they uh, individually play with each person. Give you a little bit of a win and then taper it off. Make sure that always make sure it's winning more than it's losing. And then I, I don't know if it's true, but, you know, like these ones at the gas station, I'm like, that fucking thing knows I'm in here. It's like, that's that sucker. And I even know what game he likes. Today, I'm going to let him win five bucks, you know? Well, a lot of reasons. Ron says gambling's for suckers that aren't good at math. Dude, it's fun, though. I I don't know. I'm not going to try to defend it. It is stupid. I like blackjack. Anybody else here play blackjack? I like roulette. I like going to the casino, like, you know, taking like a hundred bucks and just play some Texas Hold'em or something. It's fun. And I, I really liked playing scratchers. I, I tried to break my, I did break myself with those. But this little slot machine thing, they got me a couple times. Only 12 bucks, but I did it. First time, we'll see what it was about. And then the second time, I did fall into it. I was just like, let me take a shot at this. And nothing happened. Roe won the first and last time she went to the casino. Babel's has good luck, too. Babel's has really good luck at those things. And I always let her pick my machine. If I'm going to play a machine, I let her pick it. And she usually does a really good job. Do you mean the table games, Lolly? She said she likes watching gambling but doesn't really get it. You talking about the table games? All right, well, I just want to remind everybody that tomorrow night we have the 300th episode, and and please come back for that. Check that out and hang out with us. Celebrate the 300th episode of this show and all that we've built here. And it's basically a long opportunity for me to thank you guys for supporting this show and helping us grow. And that's what we'll be celebrating tomorrow night, everything that we've accomplished so far, and talking about what's to come. So that's going to be kind of the motivation of Tuesday tomorrow night is uh, living your own dreams with a testimony of how I'm going about living mine. But you guys have a great night and I will see you tomorrow at the 300th episode celebration and RSVP at the event. Don't miss out. Have a good night guys.